subconscious automations are very efficient. However, if you want to do something different, they're not always so useful. Because what happens is your conscious mind with these new goals is pulling you off in this new direction. And yet your subconscious mind that has existing beliefs for the life you live now is pulling you in the opposite one. So you get almost this tension and this tug of war and this effort going in two directions. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Life by Your Design podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Boyd. I'm a master hypnotist, human design reader, and I'm here to help you play with convention, tap into your purpose, and live life by your design. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Life by Your Design podcast. Welcome back, and today's episode is going to be all about digging into the conscious and the subconscious mind. So if you are in a place where you have a goal or a vision and for whatever reason you feel like you're not getting there as quickly or as easily as you would like to, what I want to do today is to give you a little bit of the understanding of how these two parts of our mind work together to either propel us towards our goals or in fact hold us back. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you probably know that I am a master hypnotist. And so My whole job is actually working with people's subconscious minds and going into the subconscious part of their mind to support them to achieve whatever it is that they want to do. So I'm talking today really with some of the theory that kind of underpins the approach that I'm taking. And you may have noticed in life that sometimes a pep talk can get you so far, but it doesn't actually get you fully into action. So you may sit down with a friend a loved one, a manager, or a coach. And on a conscious level, they give you that pep talk kind of about, you know, get on with it. You can do it. You know, you really want to do this. Put your big girl pants on, get out there, take that action, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And for a lot of us, that will rally us for a period of time, but actually it wears off. And that's because we set our goals and our visions with our conscious mind. And actually where we need to upgrade our approach is in our subconscious mind, which is why doing change work at a subconscious level is much, much more powerful. So let's get into it. So when we talk about the conscious and subconscious mind, what we say is there is about 4% of our mind that is in our conscious awareness, our conscious mind. And then we have 96%, which is the subconscious mind. So you can see immediately that the subconscious mind is the much larger proportion of it. And the subconscious mind is incredibly powerful. It's actually what's running the show. Even though we kind of live and we inhabit the conscious space, that's where we are in our thoughts, it's actually the subconscious mind that's running everything. The subconscious mind is actually the body. So you can't open up someone's head cut it down the middle and go, okay, there's the 4% of the conscious mind. And oh, there's that 96% of the subconscious. The subconscious is actually the body. So it runs everything from beating your heart, breathing, secreting your hormones, all of this stuff that happens automatically without you having to think about it. But at the same time, the subconscious mind also has a whole set of beliefs and programs that run everything else in your life. 
from how you react to things, the actions that you play out, the behaviors that you do automatically when you find yourself in certain situations. And this is useful because if we were to have to consciously think about everything, then we'd never get anything done. So the way the subconscious mind works is that as soon as we have learned something to a satisfactory level, then what we do is we make it into an automation in the subconscious. So if you think, for example, about learning to drive, when you first learn to drive, especially if you learn to drive a manual, which I did back in the UK, I mean, you get in the car and there's just literally so much to think about, isn't there? You're thinking about the pedals, the gears, the steering wheel, the indicators, the mirrors, the stuff that's ahead of you on the road, trying not to hit everything. And you, you just feel like you're thinking about so much stuff. However, once you have satisfactory learned to drive, it actually just goes into subconscious and it's something you do automatically. And that's why now I can get in the car and drive between A and B. And there's very few moments on that drive that I even ever think about driving. My mind can be completely elsewhere thinking about all the other things in my life. So automations, subconscious automations are very efficient. However, if you want to do something different, they're not always so useful. So when we start setting our vision and our goals, that's always done in our conscious mind. So if you're sat there going, I now want to do something different, I would like to connect to my purpose, I would like to have a new way of income, I would like to have a different level of health, I'd like to have a different kind of relationship with my partner, literally anything that you want to change. You set those goals, that vision in the conscious mind. But you've currently got the belief systems in your subconscious mind for the way that you're currently living. So if you ever want to know what are your subconscious beliefs, you really only have to look at the life that you're currently living. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or something else, you won't be able to see what I'm doing with my hands. But if you are on YouTube, you'll be able to see that I'm pulling them in opposite directions. Because what happens is your conscious mind with these new goals is pulling you off in this new direction. And yet your subconscious mind that has existing beliefs for the life you live now is pulling you in the opposite one. So you get almost this tension and this tug of war and this effort going in two directions. So I always like to use smoking as an example for this because it's highly tangible and because a lot of people associate hypnosis with smoking. It's one thing that we do, but you can actually use hypnosis pretty much anything, which is why it's such a fantastic process. But if you take smoking, if you are a smoker, you currently have all the belief systems for being a smoker. And that is why you are so damn good at it. Okay. You wake up tomorrow and you decide that you want to be a non-smoker. So you've got this new goal pulling you in the direction of being a non-smoker. But subconsciously, you're still a smoker. You've still got all the beliefs, all the programs of being a smoker. And so your subconscious mind, which is so much bigger and so much more powerful than your conscious mind, is still pulling you towards being a smoker. Now, there absolutely are people who can overcome that subconscious beliefs of being a smoker by sheer willpower. There are people that do that. But that requires a lot more energy, a lot more willpower, and it's much harder than if you simply had the beliefs of a non-smoker. 
So when I'm hypnotizing someone for smoking, for argument's sake, what I'm not doing is just taking them into hypnosis and then saying, stop smoking, stop smoking, stop smoking. I do say a little bit of that, but actually what I'm fundamentally doing is giving them the belief systems of a non-smoker so that rather than the subconscious pulling in the opposite direction, those non-smoker beliefs are just powering that goal of being a non-smoker to get you there faster and more easily, which is why I call hypnosis the ultimate goal accelerator. Because anything that you want to start doing, stop doing, or do differently, it will get you there faster and more easily. Ultimate goal accelerator. So if you're at a stage of your life where you're wanting to create any sort of change, there's any sort of new goal, and it can be a big thing, or it can be something small. It might be that you just want to get up 30 minutes earlier in the morning and do some Pilates exercises because you don't currently do that. You've got to look at the belief systems that actually sit in your subconscious. Do they support me to get up and do those Pilates exercises a little bit before? And any change that you're looking at, really, there's a couple of things I want you to think about. So one of them is, do I actually want this goal? So is it an aligned goal? Is it truly my goal? And the reason for that is a lot of the goals that we create are absolutely not our own. They come from society. They come from conditioning. They are the things that we think that we should want. Um, and I'm going to do a whole other episode actually on that because it's a really useful place to start. But just know, is this actually my goal? And if it is my goal, it is something I truly want, then what are the current subconscious beliefs that I have in relation to this goal? Because the first step is always awareness. And that means taking these beliefs out of being in that automatic subconscious place where we're playing them out without knowing about it into a place where we're at least aware that we're doing it. Because if we're aware that we're doing it, we can then, if we choose, make a different choice. So that's always the first step. So for example, if you want to leave a full-time job, if you would like to go down to three days a week, or perhaps you want to become a freelancer, or perhaps you even want to start a business, you need to look at the beliefs you have around work, around money, around how it's possible to make enough money to sustain your life and to keep you safe and to provide for yourself and your family. Because the reality is, if you are an employee right now, you've probably got all the beliefs that make you a really good employee. And that's great if you want to stay as an employee. But if you want to shift any of those outside circumstances, you've got to look at that inner landscape and how it actually supports that new outside goal. And the good news for you here is that you've probably actually changed so much stuff already. And you do it without you perhaps even knowing. So take me for an example. If we go back, you know, six, seven years ago, I used to work for somebody else. I absolutely had the belief systems that made me a good employee. Then now, six years later, I run my own business. I can tell you that if we went all the way back to six, seven years ago, I wasn't even thinking about running my own business. It wasn't, it just wasn't even something that I was thinking about. Don't get me wrong. It sounded like an attractive idea on some level, but it wasn't even something that was possible for me. Wasn't thinking about it. My only thought was, 
I need to get out of this job. I hate it. Wasn't even thinking about running a business, but now I am. And so in a six, six year course, my whole belief systems around how I can actually make money and what's possible for me making money has completely changed. So if you continue to evolve, you will find that your belief systems have continued to evolve. Even if you look back across your career, if you compare, for example, what you earned or what level of influence you had or impact that you had, perhaps when you were back 21, 22, and then you compare that to what that looks like now, you'll see that shifted. And you certainly wouldn't go out and work now for the amount of income that you made at 21, 22. You would have expectations of something different. And that's because your whole belief system around what you're worth in the market for yourself, for your skill set, all that stuff has shifted. So your belief systems have shifted. So they're shifting all the time. It's just that sometimes they don't shift fast enough for us, which is why we don't feel like we're reaching our goals as quickly as we want to. Or there's some real kind of linchpin beliefs that really, really hold us back from doing something quite different. So my advice to you is that if you've got a new goal, a new vision, if it is in the space of wanting to change certainly one of those bigger parts of our life, i.e. how we spend our time and how we make money for it and how we have impact and experience purpose and contribution, because that's what I talk about a lot, then absolutely start thinking about what are the belief systems that would really, really support me to do this more easily. And if you upgrade those, you speed the whole thing up for yourself because the subconscious mind is a goal-achieving machine. If it knows where you're going and it's on board with it, then absolutely it's open to accepting those new resources to make it even more easy for you to get there. It wants you to have what you want. It just wants to make sure that you're safe in the process. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who will find it useful. I'd also love it if you can go on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is that you're listening to this on right now and like it and follow me. That'd be fantastic. And if you feel compelled to write a review, I would love that even more. So leaving you with those thoughts today, enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck on your journey of discovering purpose and join me next week when I'll have more stuff, more tidbits, more tips and more inspiration to help you on this next phase of your journey.